0: This episode is being sponsored by Share the Oils, one of our original companies from Reno, Nevada. Thank you, Share the Oils. Welcome to WP Tonic, episode 62. In this episode, we're just getting back from WordCamp LA, and we had a whole crew of folks ready to go, but we had problems with Blab. So at the end of this clip with Jonathan and me... We're going to throw in the episode that never was. Well, without further ado, let's get right into the episode and let's talk some WordPress. And what Jonathan and I are going to go over today is WordCamp LA 215 Now, we had some other defined guests here, Sally and Adam, Adam Silver. Yes. But they were having Blab issues. Adam really wasn't. (laughs) Blab wasn't working for him. You really need to test out and work that Blab one-on-one first because Blab does have some unique characteristics.
1: It does, Bill. We were having some. It was. Um, I really feel sorry for Adam. It would have been great. Oh yeah. Um, but we were just having. I was having some bit of a trouble as well.
0: Um, but now it's rock solid, isn't Everything's it? Everything's working right. You got to check your mics. Yep. We're here to talk about WordCamp LA. Yep. It was my first time at a WordCamp, and I can't believe it. Two years. I've been working extraordinarily hard on WordPress for the last two years. Really hard. And if I ha- if I look back, I said I should have gone to at least five WordCamps. One, I really enjoyed the people. Two, it was you just learn from being around them. You're around some of the very, very, very top people. You know, you'll see the pictures that you know developing products and Jetpack folks were there, vendors were there. It was just a gr- good group of people. What do you think, Jonathan?
1: It was just great, wasn't it, Bill? It's a great crowd. The LA crowd are a bit unique anyway, aren't they? To say like a lot of
0: Hollywood folks there. To say they're people.
1: a bit diverse would be a statement, but yeah. it's a great crowd. Adam Silva and his team did a great jo- job as being great guests and hosts, great representatives of the WordPress community. It was well run. The um, Where it was being held, yeah, nice um, campus, wasn't it? Nice location.
0: Yeah, it's yeah, and I loved all the concrete. <laughs> you loved your concrete, didn't you? Yeah. yeah. Um, no, not, not the campus itself. The campus itself is gorgeous. Yeah. It's just like we stayed about 37 miles away at my mom's house, and it's amazing. It's like eight lanes on both sides all the way there in concrete and like seven layers of roads, and they're everywhere, you know. It's and just you not, like, it's you not like, Reno.
1: Before we start talking about – um about the word "camp," um, you like pointing out the different nipluritus trees, <laughs>
0: didn't you? Yeah, you like the trees. A lot of different trees.
1: Kind of pointed out every type of uh, tree there was, wasn't there, Bill? You do yeah, like it's changing you get,
0: its tropical.
1: When you get onto a subject, you do like to kill it to death, don't you, Bill? Eucalyptus you, trees. You asked about
0: eucalyptus trees, and, yeah, but I
1: didn't need to know about every species, Bill. Yeah, yeah. I, grew I, from,
0: I grew up in L.A. and actually Orange County. And the climate is actually changing down there. It's uh, more humid, uh, maybe because of swimming pools, a lot of green, and they've got El Nino going right now. So you got bananas, you got eucalyptus. See, I'm going off tangent here. Yeah let's get back in WordPress.
1: Yeah, let's um let's talk about some of the speakers um that I obviously I um WP Tonic was one of the sponsors and uh I had a table there and I didn't see it. Um, but you helped out a bit as well. So I managed to see um, some of the speakers on Saturday and, qu- and a few more on Sunday. Uh, I'm just going to randomly go through some and give her what I got from it. Um, I'm, gonna, I'm not going to start in any particular order, Bill, but uh, one that stuck in my mind was My First Modification Child Themes and Feature Plugins um, by Joe Chowman. Um I thought I thought this was um quite interesting um um Joe um has done a few videos for lynda.com, dot com um like malton um um and um he's got his own agency um shoe fly development and design and basically he was talking about Um, what the difference between a parent theme and a child theme and how you should use them. And, um, you know, um, a lot of people say that when you give a theme to a client, you should um, deactivate the internal editor so they can't be tempted to just go into Settings Editor or I think it's Appearance appearance and use the online editor and hack away um i think if you're going to do any kind of reasonable modification to a parent theme build that you should set up a child theme um, and do that modification there um what you got to uh, one one of the things i do if i'm going to do add a lot of function additional functions to the function PHP file. Um, I will do a copy of the functions PH file and put that in the child. Um, I'm not, he said something to me that contradicted what I thought. I thought if you've got a functions PHP file in your child folder, in your theme folder, your child theme folder, and um, it will look, at that first, before it looks at the parent PHP folder, um, what I but what I generally do is make a total copy of the functions PHP file and put that into the child folder. And then, if I'm adding any modification to the function, I do it in the child folder. Bill, but he said he said um, which I didn't have time to ask a question about. That when you modified the um the PH the function PHP, it always looks, even if you have a copy in the child folder, it always looks directly at the at the parent theme. Um it doesn't do that with the style CSS um and some other of the key files. But I, I'm not I think he's a little bit wrong there, or or I might have misunderstood. Um so what I tend to do any any of the files from the parent theme that I'm going to modify heavily, I put them into the child folder.
0: Bill, did that make any sense, Bill, or was I rambling? Yeah, you know, I actually understand that. I understand the folder hierarchy and and what you're doing. And I would have liked to go to that course. I think I was outside while you were inside for that one. That was was that the first day? No, I think that was, was on Sunday, day? Bill. Actually, Sunday. I think that was okay, on yeah, Sunday. we we really spent more time uh, going through in the morning, at least.
1: Yeah, um, I think it's really important to um, make a child theme and learn how to do it um, or get your developer that's setting it up to do it. I, I always cringe when I'm working for a client, you know, few WP Tonic or I'm doing some local customization and they've done a load of changes and it's directly to the parent theme. Um, because basically, for security reasons, you're probably going to be, um, it's not a good idea to have a parent theme and not update it when the updates are verbal. Mm-hmm. Um, but even if I had a child um, theme set up, I still wouldn't update the parent theme on a production site without testing it on a staging site. Um right. I I would err on caution when I'm updating stuff on a production site, even though I've made a child theme, Bill. uh, I have... It's just... I'm really cautious. And, you know, obviously you should have your backups. Um, You know, I had a few discussions with people. Um, Some, you know, there's nothing you pointed out or some other people pointed out that um hosting backups have got a lot better than they have but i always treat the hosting backup as the final the final solution almost the final backup just if my own backups have failed and i always with clients i like a backup system that we're backing up on two um locations. So we've got two backups, if possible. I like a backup. Um, when, they're, when they're working with WP Tonic Bill, um, I back up through um WP Manager to Amazon S3. And then I normally set up a free Dropbox account for the client. And I put on um a backup plugin that backs up to that Dropbox um, automatically once a week. And for a free, I like to set up a a free Dropbox account solely for that purpose. You get two gig of space. So not only have I got the S3, Amazon S3, but I've also got a backup on a Dropbox area. And then we also got the hosting. Um, Either we are hosting it for the client or their own hosting, or if they want, real premier um we um we we host with wp engine so it's defense in multi-layer bill what do you think and, about
0: that yes you know i understand just to put it back a lot of people like you said are just relying on their uh, provider that where they're hosting their site yeah and i I've, I've i've recovered two last month another thing too is i just have gone completely over to jetpack to manage all my sites i've got 15 sites now
1: And it looked looked really good. I'm actually, um, you showed me, and I was quite impressed, Bill, and I'm going to look at
0: it. You Um, can deactivate the plugins too. So let's say a site, I haven't haven't tested this fully yet. Let's say a site goes down and go in and deactivate all the plugins and then refresh it and see if that brings it back up.
1: Yeah, um, I'm using, like say, WP Manager, but I am going to look at Jetpack on my own private stuff. You you don't need a Kismet either. You can run that without a Kismet. So that's what he talked about. Um, another one I liked that was at the beginning of Saturday was wrangle your WordPress Temla- template hierarchy like a boss, mm. and that was uh, by Alissa St. Ross. She's a great lady. Um, I sat with, sat with her at the um, sponsor speaker party and she's a well-known designer, developer. She's a unicorn, and she yeah. does design and development. This this is another area where people are starting out with WordPress. Um, it, they really need to get a grasp, um, is template hierarchy. Um, there's a lot of flexibility. I'm not going to go into enormous detail about this, Bill, because... it it could be a little, it's a more of a visual, if I had a visual chart, and, um, but there there is, um, when, there's a certain pattern of templates, that, WordPress expects, Um, and then there's additional, WordPress templates, that you can add, to your theme folder, Um, if, WordPress doesn't see a particular template it will automatically convert to the next one in the hierarchy and the bottom hierarchy is index PHP. and um index php can be your is where the loop is normally and it can be um, your home page, but most I prefer a theme designer that makes a separate home PHP and they they give you some modification, but they um it's on uh, wordpress.org. Um, some great documentation on template hierarchy and what templates you can you can um and it's quite detailed. Um, it's not brain surgery, though, but really understanding your template hierarchy. Um, templates are put into your header area. Um, basically, it, it's, a, it's a PHP function you put in the header, and it tells the header which t- body template which Um, template it's going to place and in that you can put some logic structures um, into that so it can make some uh, decisions um, dependent on the logic that you put in the header but the documentation about this is quite extensive Bill yep
0: so let me go through uh, the courses I went to or the classes I went to and some of the things I did I'll go really fast First of all, um, my very favorite was the very first one at 9 o'clock. We, we flip-flopped that first day, and only caught, I only caught three the first day, and they're about 40, 50 minutes each. But it was called Forking It Right by Devin Walker. Uh, I loved it. I learned all about, about forking, and I learned also today I read the GPL V2 license. All right. right. Um, so that's the uh, the public domain that it's put on, and he did a really good job, Devin, of explaining what, what the licensing is all about how you fork Fork basically is you take the code, modify it slightly, and you can put it back up and improve it. The whole theory is don't copy verbatim, even though you, technically you can do that. But you are allowed to use the code to improve the code. And what happens is they use an example, and he used the example there. So this is just reporting what he used. But apparently, um, ma- um, apparently lead pages forked a product, and then WordPress turned it off not that it was illegal to fork it it's just it was so verbatim and they just turned around and gave it away as a lead magnet so but wordpress ultimately you know controls the plug-in you know hierarchy and, and getting them up so they they turned it off but you can fork and improve and i'm really looking forward to learning more about that process um and, and then the other two i copied that day was. Can I can i just remark about
1: that particular one you see it's um, obviously with the, um, GL, so what did you learn about the, you know, you said you did a little bit reading today about the GL, GLP
0: what, too. what, what do you, what do you think? Basically you, you can copy code for verbatim and you can't get in trouble. Ba-
1: basically that's correct, Bill. Um, basically it's in public domain. Right. Um, the code can be used by anybody, um, it, it it's it's um one of the areas that um Matt has been steadfast and um about defending and um basically there's always been a little bit of controversialism about this. You know, there was the case of WooCommerce when they started. Basically um I forgot the other plugin in which Basically, they took the code from another plugin and improved it and what what seemed to have happened is they made a off they there was a a plugin that seemed to be getting a bit stuck and they went to the to the uh, owners of the company and said, "Oh, yeah, yeah. we we'll buy it," and they made the offer, and that offer was um refused. And then they decided to take the code and improve it themselves. And a couple of the developers that was working on on the plugin uh, moved to WooCommerce. And that's how they got started. Um, I don't yeah, know. They,
0: they explained, um, they explained some, of the, some of that process, the early process and the early themes. Yeah. force actually was part of that too, I think. I
1: don't know about actually, Bill, um, but the reality is anybody can, you know, but there, there is um, in the WordPress community, there's a way of doing it and a way not to do it. And like what you pointed out and Devon pointed out, you know, um, I didn't know about lead pages. Um, I actually don't know about that. Um but, you know, some people haven't exactly done themselves an enormous favor with the WordPress community by, you know, the the biggest one, and I'm not going to spend too much time on it, is this whole um, confrontation between thesis, themes, and yes. that.
0: Um, and, it, and, that's not, that's a, a web address issue. Yeah.
1: Well, the core, the core of it is the GL license. Yeah. Because um, basically, thesis, you know, were trying to copyright uh, and protect code that was originally developed under the GL license. And Matt just said that wasn't that wasn't on that wasn't appropriate. That couldn't be allowed. And this has been a continuous. Um, argument between him and the owners of thesis themes bill
0: yeah let me drive on so we can wrap right. this up it's uh late at night we is just a special show we're putting another one out here later this week um so i caught uh you know uh steve zinn i think is his name we had a uh, dinner with him we, we went to the uh, sponsor dinner on friday which is fantastic we were a little like korean barbecue afterward though but it was fun a lot of folks but uh, he talked about survival skills, 20 years in tech. That was a really good presentation is about how he developed his business. He went for two years when he broke off by himself without him making any money. He was just hustling, scrambling, doing whatever he could do. And he said you had to change with the time. So he had about 20 years. And these some of these are Hollywood folks. And he's got six folks in his agency. And then selling WordPress products. I can't remember that a whole lot. I think I went to that. I
1: can't remember. Yeah, it was over the
0: was, was it, Bill? I can't remember that one. But I, the ones it was the junkie on Saturday that done it, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, So uh, on Sunday, You were driving and you you kept it down, did you? And they had good lunches too. Hey, on Sunday, we saw a little bit more, but we left about lunch. Really met some nice people at lunch, though. Uh, so um, at 9 o'clock, let's see. Uh, using WordPress as a learning management system. I love that one that was good too. It wasn't the fork was my favorite, but I just liked the whole issue of talking about learning management systems. I think some of our shows, we've talked about that, like membership sites where you, you set up your learning management. And if anybody knows out there, I'm working on um, a couple classes right now that I'm, I'm trying to push out. I'm working really hard. I'm, I'm really got a lot done today, by the way, we're, we're going to put a class up on Udemy and then we're going to put one up on our own site. So that that's kind of fun. Uh, and I also watch, which, Kind of not many people went to this one, but it was senior friendly design, and it was interesting listening to the guy because I know a lot of the issues he's talking about, but the government is making certain websites be compliant right now they're only federal sites for uh, certain colors, things like that. but as soon as the government works with the private sector and gives them some money for some contract, they're going to force the private sector to, to comply with these you know ADA issues of access within these websites.
1: Yeah, actually, I forgot the gentleman's name, but I actually saw that presentation in Las Vegas. Uh, John uh, Gam- Gambio. Gambio. It actually,
0: actually was an excellent presentation. No, excuse, me, no, excuse me, just a regard. It's uh, Kareem uh, Tashima. 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 Yes. Tashima. Yeah. Sorry
1: about that. Um, it was an excellent presentation, actually. Um, he had some... Um, one of the things that, in general, that... Uh, um, when it comes to theme design and um, it's a time cost issue, is the amount of the male population that are colorblind to some yeah. degree. Yeah,
0: he, talked, he showed that. Yeah.
1: He actually, if I remember from the Las Vegas, did he not, um, if it was the same presentation completely, yeah, I'm sure it was the same presentation. he talks about, you know, um, Z- Zuckerberg or Facebook. Yeah, He's, yeah. Act- he's actually colorblind really? and, and that's one of the reasons why um, Facebook is blue, um, because yeah, it's I one of the
0: Facebook. Fa- blue is by e- the easiest color to see.
1: Yeah, which I didn't know. I thought that was fascinating. Um, that and I, I thought it was a great presentation actually, Bill. We had some real insights to it.
0: Yeah, I thought the that was good. You brought up Facebook because bring up Facebook right now, you can see the nar- nice dark, rich blue color, and you can pull it. I don't know what it is, but it's easy to pull and find out. What color that is but it's a deep rich color and you think about it if you want people to feel familiar with your site that's not a bad color to have a facebook color because it's like you sort of brand with them a little bit and then yeah. also, they'll use green i think facebook i'm not sure sure i talk about one last one hey, let, okay and then i got a couple more too hey let me finish um, mine we'll go to yours yeah, to finish up. um the other one i went to but a lot of people didn't go to is understanding and combating global censorship with wordpress Now, you know, I've been in politics for six or seven years. I actually have a political show called Politics of Success. Find that at politicsofsuccess.com. And, you know, the FCC took over the Internet this year uh, on some of the management and watching. And they are going to start watching out for kids in certain conditions. That's one of their goals. They haven't done anything yet. But that said, some of the worst censorship comes from and the number one country being China. And then you'll get a little bit in Russia and then the middle east and all our countries they've got censorship except for like afghanistan so they talked about the censorship around the world then they talked about what's going on in europe um, and there's people making certain people comply if you if you want anything in our country you got to comply to our rules period so uh, different countries are shutting off people from certain ip addresses north korea you know they just they're just doing it so it was kind of depressing to listen to it but it was interesting
1: and well, finally... it's, it's not that unexpected considering the Arab Spring yeah. and how, um, so, you know, also the uprisings in Iran, um, how social media has been utilized, how websites have oh, been yeah, utilized. Yeah. You know, especially, you know, the most effective have been the North Koreans and Chinese, yeah. and to some extent, the Iranians. But I actually think the Iranians, bought a lot of British expertise and also Chinese expertise. They're, they're
0: using a legal copy of an American product that's used in the mainframe right now. Yes. The they talk about Iraq. Iran. But, it,
1: you know, after the Arab Spring, it rattled the Chinese authorities even more. And it's really yeah. rattled a lot of, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. They of the they uh, Middle East um, remaining dictatorships and um and they can see you know social media is used by the populace and you know that they don't want that do they
0: they create actually code words to go around them for a short period of time like i forgot they explained what tenement squares code word was and things of that nature so that people can actually communicate thank goodness i live in america and and we have liberties and freedoms and freedom of speech in england too England and Denmark, I think it's very liberal on their speech for the internet
1: well um I understand we, I'm not and obviously this is this i'm not going to go into a lot of detail, but I think censorship in America and Britain is different. I think the censorship comes from self censorship from the leading yeah. media um Congress here's face facts bill the top five um television and radio um are controlled by five very large corporate yep. corporations. They're not exactly going to be talking, uh, uh, criticizing large business in the USA.
0: Well, what's com- so great about podcasts in this environment that we're on right now? Because when it comes to
1: speed. when it comes to Britain, you know the BBC. Does get it, most of its finance from um, the TV license. It's a form you have to pay a yeah. tax sum. But the yeah. reality is that license structure is totally controlled by the government of the day. And um
0: That's not uh, me. Uh, that was okay. me, unfortunately. Um, so, me, you know. Last one. Yeah. I didn't go to this when we left at lunch because we had to get back. And we got back in before about 11 o'clock into Reno. Beautiful drive, but we were tired. Um, the the one I didn't go to, but I got to talk to Robert Gilmer from Las Vegas. And it was land of confusion, understanding what makes Genesis special, and he laid down and gave me a private little course at lunch, which I really appreciated. And what so you, I, I learned a ton. I'm fascinated by that,
1: this one. Can so what what were your PHP your reflections um, of that, and why could you explain?
0: To people, why you know what you got from that bill? Well, the biggest thing is that the structure's HTML is longer with Genesis, but under PHP it comes under PHP. It's actually flip flops PHP where PHP is usually at the front side; it's on the back side. And the bottom line is that the PHP streamlines the code to make it work well and faster. That's the queries move quicker. That's why I think a Genesis site will load faster.
1: I think that's probably right. But also I feel the other benefit is after you got the over the initial hump of learning the Genesis way, mm-hmm. it enables you um, to customize a, a Genesis child theme very rapidly. Yes, Because um, the way you can move things around is mm-hmm. roughly the same on all Genesis child themes. Yeah. So the ability of a developer to move different sections around and mm-hmm. know that in different browsers that it's going to look consistent and not need an enormous amount of additional testing in different browsers on different devices. It, you know, he's got reasonable confidence that, that because that a lot of that is point. being controlled by the genesis parent theme yep. that you know where you're dealing with yep. um other themes where you just make a child theme and then um you do a lot you know you, um, this probably is not is it it's the area where there's a failing in wordpress because a lot of people then don't have the resources, time or knowledge to do the testing in different browsers, in different devices, Bill.
0: Yeah, I use Genesis for dynamic and you hit a good point. It made me understand how, you know, the different quadrants and elements work and how you learn the Genesis quadrants and you just learn. It's like you can learn the language quicker, learn how to use it fast and standard. That said, though, and you and I both know this, you can spot a Genesis theme child theme or theme a mile away? Um, I I, I can always spot a Genesis page. I think
1: think that applies on reflection, Bill. My position has moved on, moved there a little bit. Um, I think one of the reasons why that, that observation to some extent is true is more to do with studio press because Um, a lot of those themes in the Studio Press library, the child theme library, were designed by just two individuals. No,
0: I can see that. Yeah, Um, I've made a lot of child themes myself now. Brian
1: Gardner was the original, and then I forgot the gentleman that took over, and he's still the chief designer. And they had very, I feel, very similar tastes. Um, So a lot of the themes... um, look similar because of those reasons if you go to some of the leading third party um genesis theme yeah. shop theme shops and look at some of the themes supplied there they 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 tend to have a a much different look so i'm not sure what your observation is totally based because they're the fund they're based on the genesis framework i think go,
0: go to MailRec mail, mail rainmaker fm rainmaker.fm and that's uh brian clark who's been on our show and he's one of the early work founders in in uh, the genesis system and what, what, what why did you bring that up bill because like i was gonna say look at his new product it just still looks like a, a genesis product
1: Oh, I see what your point. I think the reason for that, Bill, is that the chief designer that's working for the um, gen, um for Studio Press actually designed the themes yeah. for Rainmaker, yeah. Yeah. so that's why they yeah. look very because he he's got a you know every yeah. designer has a particular style.
0: Yeah, I know. What, that, I know right where the functions are too. Like he's got the login and what you can do with it. And I'm learning. No, I'm just learning. I've got a long way to go, and I'm just happy that I stumbled into Genesis with dynamic, and dynamic has helped me speed up understanding Genesis. And I would have been so frustrated with just working with a child theme.
1: uh, Well, yeah, um, but um, I I might be totally wrong. It's just my reflection on that. I I think there are kind of some restraints because you're building upon the the parent theme, which is Genesis, yeah. Yeah, so yeah. that's um, what makes
0: it quick, though. That's why you can do. So but much. that's
1: what makes it quick. But I also feel that some of this comes that most of those themes in Studio Press were just designed by two people. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. like to repeat what I've just said, if you go to other Genesis theme shops that have commercial themes for sale, yeah. the look tends to be a bit different, yeah. Bill.
0: By the way, in closing, that was sort of the end of my experience in WordPress. But in closing, just looking at Rainmaker.fm, he's used blue, just like uh, shades of blue, just like. uh,
1: That's very true, actually. And that probably is to to the um, word blindness element as well. Yeah, I mean, pretty
0: neat. Hey, anyway, that's it. I enjoyed it. Thank you, Jonathan, for dragging me down there. You know, I've been so busy with my products. I didn't go to Vegas. Wish I'd gone to Vegas now, big time. Um, one thing is I have a accountability coach who's hit me hard to get my products out. And actually it's a mutual thing. He's a guy from Silicon Valley and he's a little, I think he's, he's WordPress, but he's sort of like other things in WordPress. But that said, I think it was re- re- well worth going to this WordCamp. camp. I mean, I, I did lose four days working on my product, but. I well, just for it Three, really,
1: three days, wasn't it? Well,
0: no, cause I was wasted the uh, month yesterday. Oh, right. I could hardly function the next day, you know you get focused and you got all the things you haven't done last week. it's a days.
1: long drive, isn't it bill it, yeah. no, but, I,
0: but I didn't what? okay we we'll, that we'll talk about the drive. Good thing is, I listen to books on. I listened to books and I listened to And I listened I really to gets- you, Bill, did I? Oh, yeah, we you got to listen to me. <laughs> <laughs> yes.
1: Especially so, especially the first four hours we were driving down. I, I don't actually think you stopped for breath, actually. Yeah, I, but I think you you're well and- yeah. right. You continued consist yeah, but- consistently for four hours, actually.
0: Yeah, yeah we're going over stuff. Yeah, we're ready. Yeah. But anyway, I was gonna say ask. I, I listened to the book Ask. And Ask is about the funnel system and all the stuff you have to do. And it's really a lead, big lead magnet, the book, for what he sells in his training. But at least it makes you think about uh, different ways to build funnel systems and a story behind it. And he's done real well, made millions, of course. But that said, I listen to Ask. You have to listen to it twice the second half. And I went back and listened to One Thing, and that's a good book, too. So those are two good books to listen to, I'd recommend.
1: Well- my, my overall, um, I, I've i been, you know, obviously because on my SaaS site, I'm going to up the gain on, mm-hmm. you know, get, on WP Tonic and also on my SaaS product. I'm going to be upping up the digital offerings and attempting to build up the mailing list in the next couple yeah, of yes. months. That is my main objective. But in the but it's become much more complicated, but um and a lot more time has to be put in to planning this all out. Oh, what's he up to? Um <laughs> He can be extremely irritating. <laughs> you he's have gotta in, watch this
0: on YouTube, folks, if you want to hear it. He's wow. in
1: the right place, but he can be. Um, oh, are you gonna publish those photographs of me trying to dig your eye out that we oh, took? The, the, party here,
0: up the camera here. Have you got the
1: photos, Bill? Yeah,
0: yeah, we'll put them up. I'll put them up on the on the posts. I'll give them to. I'll scan them and give them to you. You can put up WP Tonic, and I'll get them on timelines. Yeah, we look goofy. That's for sure. Yeah, you. Was, fun. Hey, that was a fun party. We were downtown L.A. I took a big long walk in L.A. and I, I've actually worked a little bit down there, but just it was beautiful. And you
1: managed to get back without being mugged, Bill. Oh,
0: you have to know where to go. I wouldn't go
1: right. with you. I was being a bit grouchy. No, you do, but you have to know I was where to go. tired, though, Bill, wasn't I?
0: No, but I felt good walking. I walked all over. I walked five, six blocks up and over and sideways. And L.A. is pretty small downtown. It's really not that big. It's not like New York. So it's, uh, whatever, whatever. Anyway, hmm. Jonathan, I think we need to time this one out. I'm going to put it up tonight. Remember tomorrow is national podcasters day, the 30th of September. And, uh, it was fun. It was good. I need, I'm refreshed now. I got a lot of work done. I'm ready to work. Hey, work camp. Next Work camp, San Sacramento. Are, they, are, they, are the tickets yeah. open right now? Yeah. T- so you can buy a ticket now, right? Yeah. They're hoping by, you know, LA went out like in seven hours.
1: It is how A, though, isn't it, Bill? It's, what's That's it, 15 weird, million people or something?
0: Yeah, yeah, they got a lot more folks. Well, anyway, we've got, uh, thank, concrete, we got...
1: Concrete everywhere, Jonathan. Concrete.
0: Yeah, concrete everywhere. Hey, I want to thank Steve, uh, Stephen uh, Kagan from Stephen Kagan, at Stephen Kagan, uh, for um, tweeting. And we've got... Uh, okay, we have a little comment from uh, a Watcher uh, Doug about uh, implementing frameworks. And I'm going to answer any questions we might have. Does, um, automa- think, uh, does Automatic endorse the use yeah. of Genesis or others? That's, no, I don't think so. Automatic?
1: Well, not formally, but informally, Matt has said, you know, some very yeah. positive things about the Genesis framework. Um, that's a really difficult um, question to be truthful about. Um I think you just got away the benefits you would get from Genesis. Um, from you know, you're, you, there there is extensive library of themes, but nothing like the amount of themes that are not based on Genesis. But on the other hand, um, if you're going to be the individual that heavily has to adapt a theme. Um, you're probably going to be much happier if you learn the Genesis mythology and you're dealing with that because um, I think anybody that... um, I think actually your question, I think more of a threat probably to Genesis is not um, automatic bringing out their own um, framework, even though they have bought WooCommerce and WooCommerce has its own own yep. framework. Yep. It's more to do with the restless API and, and a lot of, a lot of the new interfaces. Yep. And that. Let's go to Apart- the
0: next game. Cause that's, a, that, I thought Woo, WooCommerce was a plugin now.
1: Well, it is, a, but it, but on there, they have the WooCommerce plugin, but they've got a whole theme shop and a whole set of themes. And, um, they were okay. bringing out their own framework called Canvas, yeah. which they only adopted on about a third of the actual commercial yeah. themes yeah. that they supply. But they did have their own their own framework bill.
0: Okay. And then for Doug, I went ahead and put Studio Press's link in and Dynamic Docs or Cobalt's link in. And if you want to go to my site, which is uh, Podcaster's Home or new dot and uh, through the tools you can see some of those links, and actually, actually put products up with those sometimes. Anything else, Jonathan? You want to plug in WP Tonic? Wp Tonic um,
1: Just though um, uh, one of our, our next guests is going to be Andy Adams. Um, Andy special is a very experienced WordPress developer. He was um, interviewed by Carrie Deals quite a while ago. That was good. I saw that. And, um, yeah. Um, Andy specialises in um, as being a WordPress developer consultant that comes in and deals with WordPress websites that are a bit slow. Um, and he's got you know he's he's done hundreds of WordPress websites and worked with other developers and owners in making them quicker. I've actually I've just hired him myself. To um, work on with me and my developers on my SaaS product, uh, wow. he's a very nice and knowledgeable developer, and he's going to be our next guest. And we're, we're going to be talking afterward after that interview. We're probably going to have a couple um, additional shows where we talk about you know the issues of speed and WordPress. We have discussed about this before, Bill, but it's such uh, an important subject oh, yeah. that, um, and it's moved on a bit. So I think you know it's something that needs to be discussed. Hey, I watched
0: his interview with Kerry Deals. I got one question for you. What did he say is the number one thing you need to do to get your speed up?
1: Oh, you said a number of
0: things. Hosting, plug-in. Yeah, you, you said it. Hosting is number one. Um, you got to have a good host. Yeah, but where 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 does the
1: host begin and where does your your actual code begin? You, he said, got... Even
0: if you have a great code, if you have a crappy host, it won't work. That's that is true. Yeah, is true. IP, You have at least an IP address, and yeah. So there's some things. So I enjoyed it. I'm looking forward to it, Jonathan. Good show. And let me turn this off right now. So say goodbye. Thank you for listening, folks. Wonderful time. Hope to see you all at a WordPress camp. Remember to go over to Jonathan, WPtonic-Con. He's got a, a service that he provides. Get three, I think it's three uh, Three calls or three games two developers. Two, two a month. And he's got an unlimited two product. Very affordable. Very good if you have a problem. I know I have a problem in one of my sites. I need to get some developers in there on it. Yeah, But that it just happens. Um, you know, it, it depends on what your level is. And then the other thing is uh, he's got the SaaS product out there for the real estate industry, which looks really good. And the reputation management for me, I'm just building really quick sites for folks around town using Genesis Dynamic and working on WordPress and building the new how to do a word uh, how to do a podcast with Blab. It's very fast. We're doing it right now. There are some issues though, and there is some quality degradation. Dec- but there, it's in some ways, it's easier. <laughs> right, Jonathan?
1: Yeah, that's great. Man, uh,
0: see you guys later. And, and thank you, live audience, for being And here's bonus episode of the show that never was. Okay, say hi to Blab. Blab's having a rough day today. And we're going to be up on YouTube, of course. A couple of seconds of silence. Welcome to WP Tominic episode... 62 also this will be on timelines as a special and tomorrow as a reminder is national podcasters day cool. so we have two podcasts going up but today this is all about WordCamp camp la 2015 and we have adam silver sally G- gush Getch. I say your name right sketch jonathan denwood and myself of course we all were there adam was one of the top guys coordinating it Adam, were you like the number one guy putting this together? I was not. I was uh, an organizer. You're not going to be able to hear him. One of five. Okay, I. That's good. One of five. five. but not
1: number one. No, I was the. I was in charge of. It was Alex Vasquez was the main organizer. Natalie McLeese, um, Greg Douglas, and Nathan Tyler, and myself. But Alex was the lead.
0: Very good. So, what do you think of the show, Jonathan?
1: I thought it was fantastic. I, I think the volunteers did an excellent job. Um, it ran smoothly. Uh, to say it was a diverse and interesting crowd, Adam, would be an
0: understatement, wouldn't it? Well, Jonathan has gone off into the low bandwidth world. Yeah, yeah. I couldn't understand any of what you just said there. So. He, he said it was a good time. Oh, guys? Right. Uh, uh,
1: can...
0: uh, I, I hey, do you guys, I, do you guys I, want I think... to come up on um, – you want me to set up real fast Skype? I can do all four of them so Skype. I think Skype would be better. Sally? What, what? I think at this point, almost anything would be better because I can't <laughs> hear Adam and Bill unless I have two
1: browsers open.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just hey,
1: do you be the hangout, Bill? So real quick, no work I think in LA right. went much smoother than this event right now. Oh yeah. <laughs> hey,
0: It's working now. We can all hear each other. I can't figure out why Sally has to have two browsers open. Well she's she's, she's she's quite the developer, that's why. <laughs> she's not getting an echo. Normally you get an echo if you had two browsers open.
1: I'm getting an echo on my own voice and <laughs> a big not... lag too. Sounds she
0: like she's been drinking too. <laughs> Maybe we should put this at the front start. Hey, stay on while I set up this other uh, system. Just stay on. I'll set it up. So you've got a choice. Do you want to go to Google Hangout or do you want to do a uh, Skype call? I can put three people. On. I think I can put four people on a Skype.
1: Sure. You can put eight people on a let, Skype call. Let me do
0: Skype real fast. <laughs> That's weird. You know, it might be the time of day for this um, event because I noticed today. day I count how many things are going on and on blab and today they had at least 20 percent more people up on blab So maybe this is a downfall so i'm going to go ahead and um i gotta remember it so i gotta get call recorder has to pop up come on mr call recorder where are you there it is back to old call recorder days i've done one of these in a while so i'm going to call um first person i'm going to call is adam adam right i'm going to call you I probably should call Jonathan, but this will be interesting. Sally, I'm going to call you next, I guess, and I'll call Jonathan. Hey, hey, Jonathan, go ahead. Let's uh, hang up on this. We'll say aloha. Hello. What are you going to what? do? Google Hangout? Yeah, we're going to go on to uh, we're on right now. We're going to go up on um, Skype. No
1: what can one you can do watch for us
0: then. Can you do four people on Skype? Yes. Yep. Okay. Goodbye. Aloha. Okay. Bye everybody out there. I don't know what happened. This wasn't a good day for a uh, blab too bad. Too, so sad, too bad.